Hello, and welcome to our podcast. You are listening to How Did We Get Here? Healing Conversations. My name is Dr. Leslie Bronner, and I'm a psychiatrist and a public health professional. And my name is Felicia Jamison. I'm a registered nurse and a healing coach. We all need healing, whether it's personal, in our family, or in our communities. So let's get into the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. It's so great to be back here, and we're finally in the same spot. Exactly. I'm so glad that we can record together. COVID go away, but you know, we're here, and it's just great to be in each other's presence. Yeah, I think it makes a difference. It does. It does. I think we don't realize how social we are. We're social human beings. We need to be around each other. Yeah, and we can kind of sort of play off of each other and that kind of thing. So how's it going? Good week. Um, You know, watching the Olympics and seeing a lot of things that was going on. So that's been interesting. Yeah, I mean, the Olympics, and unfortunately, I haven't been able to see as much as I've wanted to. But earlier in the week, I woke up to hear about Simone Biles. Oh, yeah. You know, and everybody has high expectations and of course she had those for herself and I just assumed it was her winning a gold medal or something along those lines and it said that she had stepped away from one of the competitions and I was just like whoa yeah that was major that was major um I think it took everybody by surprise and um somebody at the height of their career the best Uh, Just thinking about the energy that she would bring to a room and the way people would cheer for her and even the way that uh, pre-open ceremony, it was like this big buildup. Every commercial, it was her flipping, like in the restaurant to pay with her American Express card or something. And that's kind of what she was saying. She had this whole pressure on her. But the interesting thing was everybody assumed it was physical. Right. You know, they said, "Did what happened? I saw her do this vault. Did she hurt her leg? Did she? And when she came back saying this was a mental health break, everybody kind of stopped. Right, 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 right. And they were just sort of like, oh, my goodness. Well, I knew something was wrong, you know, being a nurse when she, um, to, for the qualifications, when she went way out of bounds, when she would land, she was, you know, you know it looked like an equilibrium problem, like a balance issue. And, you know, I thought, hmm, what's going on? Like, that that was just so not her. Yeah, and so when she said mental health, I said, maybe she is exhausted. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because as you said, when I saw that vault, I was like, and she even said later, I just, in the air, I knew it wasn't going to land right. And, you know, when you get exhausted and you get overwhelmed, that's when you don't perform right? Um, in the same ways. Because she said, physically, I'm fine. Right. But it seemed like mentally, her mind was just sluggish. Right, not in it. Yeah, and, um, you know, when you looked at it, it was just, again, you were just curious as to what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And then when she made faces, like, you know, it was almost like, oh, that wasn't good. You know, you could tell that she was a little embarrassed or, mm-hmm. you know, she was shrugging her shoulders. And then she looked worried. Yeah, yeah, she did. And so 
it's just, you know, and I'm not sure if it was Naomi that allowed her to sort of step up and say to herself, this was a mental health break that I was taking. It wasn't a physical health break. And just the fact that she was able to do that in the midst of the biggest competition right. she will ever be in. Right. I mean, obviously she's done it a couple of times, but this is the largest stage anybody could be in and she's defending her title. And she had courage enough to say, I'm stepping away. My mental health is as important as my physical health because if this was my leg, I would have stepped away as well. And another thing I thought about, we don't know everything and we don't have the right to know everything because we have to remember with that Larry Nasser guy mm -hmm. who you know physically was abusing her and several of her teammates, I even wondered, you know, did she get triggered? Mm. You know, being in that environment, everything, was it a flashback? Was it a memory? Was it something that triggered? You know, and that, her giving that piece of it mm -hmm. is none of our business. And so, you know, I did think about that. And at one point, I thought, and you know, could she have just said, I'm having a balance issue. There's an equilibrium. She could have blamed it. Yes. Because we all saw it. And she could have blamed it on that, kept her mouth shut, kept her privacy. But she chose, honestly, the higher road to tell the truth. I'm having a mental health issue. And I believe it was likely related to Naomi yes, saying man, it right. to allow her to have that platform to say, this is important as well. And the and, and what I'm really happy about is now we're talking about mental health again. Right. right. You know, and it's not just us in the U.S. because now everybody in the world has seen it. Right. And so all of these folks are now talking about it. And what I'm hoping for is that people can talk about it in the right ways. Right. Because we had, um, you know, our recent podcast about Miss. Because the first thing people said was, what happened to her? Right. She's representing this country. This is her job. She should have been able to right. stay out there. Is she weak or something? Is there something wrong with her? Right. You're weak. You know, you're an embarrassment to America. Look at you. You're a failure. You failed this country. Yeah. Why did you even go if you knew you, you should have stayed at home and gave some... But who knows in the moment of getting on that plane and going that that was going to happen when she was fine. And would they have said the same things if it was physical? Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? There you go. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that is her job. That is the way she earns her living. But if one of us had a physical problem or if we were having a meltdown, a problem where we felt like, as a nurse, that I cannot go in and function, I get days off. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I get days exactly. off. And... It should be no different for them. And um, Justin Bieber actually made a comment and he said that he had to say no to some tour he was doing. He canceled it. Mm -hmm. He said, and my no to that tour saved my life. Mm. And he said, Simone, I'm so proud of you for saying no for yourself. And sometimes your no can be the biggest blessing to your life that you know when to say no instead of yes. And I thought seeing other people mm -hmm. that, you know, are very successful coming out to support her 
and, and saying that they too have had these issues. And, but we're conditioned to say, yes, we're conditioned to push through. We're conditioned to pack it down, keep mm -hmm. going. And mm -hmm. that's so unhealthy. It really is. And that, you know, that brings up the word I was trying to think about earlier is burnout. Right. I mean, this word is now sort of at the forefront, particularly I'm um, a physician in medical, in the medical field. And this word burnout can be translated to all kinds of professions. Right. And I'm wondering if that was indeed what was going on, because what we're saying is burnout is not necessarily the problem, but it can signal something on the horizon. Right. So if you sort of keep pushing past it, then you can actually head yourself down the road of an illness. Right. And I think the other thing that people don't realize is not only is it the, the pressure to perform, but let's be clear, we have been dealing with a lot of race issues in America. And some of that is inside of people, still some of that sadness of what they have witnessed, what they have seen, what they have seen politically with voter suppression. You know, it's been so many things, even with Naomi, you know, Osaka. Here's somebody who is, you know, your dad's Haitian, your mom is from Japan, you know, so you have that Asian descent. We've seen Asian hate, hate against people of color. So when you combine all of these things, people are really walking around with these little mini traumas and insults inside of them and trying to get relief. But then when you look at those electronic devices and social media, it's some of the most horrible things that are said. And we always say, so says the person with no um, profile picture or so says the person with no followers. Mm -hmm. But it lets you know the, the, the mindset of a lot of people. They're hiding behind a laptop or a phone saying it, but these attitudes, these beliefs exist in America. And sometimes these people are at the top and they are still recipients of that. And I think you're right. I mean, you know, they're, as you brought up Nasser and that kind of trauma right. and just the pressures of the Olympics, but there are probably all kinds of other things that she's dealing with that we have no knowledge of. And all we can sort of say is she has told us now that she is needing a mental health break. Right. For whatever reason, she has physicians that are monitoring her and determining whether with right. her, whether she should come back or not. And, I'm, and I've seen that she really has continued to say that I'm gonna sort of step away right. Um, right. from the competition. Um, but you know, as, as we've talked about in the past, when these things build up, it can actually really lead to, and we talked about toxic stress, right? You know, it's sort of the buildup of all of these stressors that get to a point where you actually can't step in and bring your, your body back down to an equilibrium. That's when you can look at not just mental health disease like depression or anxiety, mm -hmm. but physical health disease. Exactly. And we said that, yes, it might take some time to get there, but you got to start early preventing it. Right. And this is the start to say, I'm going to jump in and manage this stress when it's manageable. Right. And there's two other key things that I do know about her. Um, with her being adopted by her, uh, I think it was... Grandparents? Grandparents, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. And um, she has done a Facebook, The Making of Simone Biles, and she talks about 
you know, what it was like growing up and being in foster care. And, mm, I forgot about and that. And being hungry. And uh, something I will never forget, she said that her mother, although she forgives her, she would feed this cat, but she wouldn't feed them. So this is a successful young lady, but she has had to go to bed hungry and watch her mom. This is just one thing we know of mm -hmm. that she revealed, that her mom would feed a cat. And she said, to this day, I don't like cats. Like, so she's been dealing with a lot of stress and potentially trauma a for a long, long time. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that. Since a kid, she's been dealing with that. Mm -hmm. And um, also another key point is her brother was arrested mm, for murder, you know, and it was kind of like in a certain area. But, you know, he really was. But then. Her name got dragged into it, and it was, mm -hmm. it was a very hostile response in the courtroom um, when they found her brother not guilty, and the, the uh, mother of the, her deceased son got on TV and said, this is all happening because of Simone Biles, because of who she is, mm -hmm. my son is not getting justice. So, again, the weight of the things that may have been on her, yeah. we have not a clue. Well, and I think what happens with us is that we've seen her come through these two Olympics and actually she probably has been dealing with as much pressure then, but given, given that we've sort of seen her push through, we said, oh, she's so resilient. Oh, right, guess right, what? Right, right, right. You know, she's able to push through and she's um, showing everybody that, you know, you don't have to let these pressures get to you, but she probably didn't feel comfortable at the time letting people know. And yes, she did push through, but it doesn't mean her body didn't feel the punishment, didn't feel the stress that we've been talking about. Right. And now she's finally saying, I don't have to keep pushing myself in that way. Right. And and the fact of when you have to reveal that side of yourself and the way people will talk to you is pretty amazing. Because I think I shared on another segment where I stepped away from a community responsibility that I had. And being a nurse working through a pandemic, I thought I need to deplate something. My new little word. Right. I need to take <laughs> this. This is one thing I can take off of my plate mm -hmm. to decrease my own personal stress. And the response that I got from some people was really like, wow. And um, a few things were said that felt like a little belittling. And mm -hmm. um, I just said, you know, wow, wow. Interesting. Yeah. So can you imagine somebody having to reveal that and you're not just revealing it to a few people in a right. city and town that, you know, nobody else knows. Right. You are on the world stage yeah. revealing this. Well, I'm just wondering sort of where mental health and mental health issues are going to go from here. You know, Naomi Osaka brought it up and then now she's bringing it up. And Michael uh, Phelps has Michael talked Phelps, about, and it, so about he, it. And he's been talking about that for, for a while. Right. And, you know, you and, see the commercials. And Prince Harry, you know, Prince he Harry, did yeah. a big thing about mental health. And so how do, I'm just wondering how we sort of get to that next level. And I, and I guess this is the process. More and more people talk about it. More and more people talk about the fact that this is a brain disease. And I'm going to bring that up again. Right. Because people somehow believe that this is something beyond the physical body. But this is a brain disease. And there are brain chemicals that lead you to a mental illness, just like any other right. function or, or problem where your body is not functioning well. Right. This is the same thing. And I think people have got to get that basic point 
to understand that the brain is not functioning well when you have a mental illness. Now, I'm not saying that that's what's going on with um, Simone because right. we don't know that she's been diagnosed with anything. She just says she's under stress. But people have got to understand what mental illness really is. And then I think if they could take that step, then we can get to the business of really right. talking about it. And, and going back to what you said, we do know it's stress. Mm -hmm. So what does stress do? Okay, so then you're carrying that stress in your body. Your muscles are tensed. Nothing is flowing and relaxed. So imagine, and I think it's the word, the twisties, like, you know, it's like your brain and your body and your mind are not all communicating when your mind can't focus. And no matter what you do, you start landing in a weird way. And I forget the name of, uh, there was a gymnast. Oh gosh, I wish I could remember her name. But mm -hmm. anyway, she had something like that going on. It was like years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, it might've been in the seventies or something. Okay. And she fell and she uh, broke her neck and she ended up being paralyzed. And I probably, Simone was thinking about that. Exactly. She said, they know. I, I had this so, sort of bad vault if I had it in a different way, I could have actually truly hurt myself. Right. And so that probably gave her a little bit of a push there to say, I've got to step away I'm because clearly that. my body is telling me something. Right. And mm -hmm. that's key. So, yeah, her body was telling her. Sometimes when we're not stepping up and saying, okay, I need to sit down, I need to back up, I have to tell some of my patients, oh, keep walking on that knee that's hurting, keep on. I have a joke where I say, your knee goes, oh, you're not listening? Oh, hey, everybody, let's show her, let's show him. We don't like this, and you need to sit down, or you need to go get some help. But we're just going to keep walking on it. And to the point we're limping, to the point, you know, the pain is radiating down our leg, and then we're like, okay, I got to sit down. But pain is a signal. Mm -hmm. So her stress started giving her emotional pain right her emotional pain, pain thanks yes. doc thanks yes. for that her <laughs> emotional pain started giving her body a signal to say we need to stop exactly and so you know i i hate that she had to deal with that but i am glad that now we're still talking about it exactly and more people are supporting her and more people are coming forward and you know so i'm just happy that we can uh bring this to our listeners as well right. and sort of pulling together the pieces of our previous podcast where we're talking about stress, toxic stress, and all of the uh, negative consequences right. of and, that. Right. And my hope for our listeners is that you may not be at the Olympics, you know, but you may be a leader on your job. You may be a leader in your home or your community. And we are hoping that these things really give you the permission to say, I need a timeout, something's not right, and, you know, to just take care of yourself. That's our hope for our listeners. I think so. Good way to end it. And thank you all for listening, and hopefully we'll have you come back next time. Thanks a lot. You've been listening to our podcast, How Did We Get Here? Healing Conversations. I hope you enjoyed the show, and we look forward to having you join us for future episodes. If you enjoyed this show, please give us a subscribe and leave a comment on your favorite podcasting app. We will be putting out episodes weekly, so please join us.